You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Bombad Generals bi weekly edition. We're getting our feet under us slowly. Last time there was a recording hiccup, this time salvaged it just in time. Daylight savings across continents. Difficult. So lots of learnings so far. Uh, but nothing can stop a Gungan. Of course, I'm here with uh, Mr. Seth. Hello, Seth. How you doing? Hello there. Hello there. I'm great. How are you? <laughs> ah, loving life. It's sunny. It's been sunny for the past week and a half here, so I'm getting it in before winter. But Good stuff. no one cares. No one cares about how sunny. <laughs> no, it who is cares about us? They only care about Legion. Western Norway. Yeah, Legion is what we. Uh, what we're all here for. And what are we here for today? It is another OUFL because I, I don't know. This one was one I'm excited about personnel upgrades personnel. And I wanted to save. I, I didn't want to ask you this in the pre-show because I want to hear your thoughts hmm. is right now like a heyday for personnel upgrades. Ooh, I think in some factions, yes, but not all factions like, I mean, we can get down to like, we won't talk about all the specifics, but like I don't see a lot of like in rebels because you don't want to just invest in their white dice. Like I've heard like right. someone say like the more points you don't want to invest points in like white dice saves like which I totally understand. Sometimes you have to, but and not if, uh, not if it's rebel core. You know, yeah, if exactly. You wanna, if you want to toss an extra wookie on or something, great. But that's one thing. But it, that's but for rebel core. No, you don't you don't want to do that. Uh, but Captain like, DLTs, I guess, used to be used to be that the OG. Were they like the first personnel upgrade that really? I mean, medics have always been a thing. Yes, but I well, think, they were all really expensive though. Yeah, um, they've come down in cost. I think uh, I would say this isn't really a heyday for personnel more than I think it's just a heyday for medics. But I know it's like always been a heyday. I don't, but, but I like all the all the uh, shadow collective. I feel like they go hard into like the pikes, yeah. the. Uh, Black Suns. I'm not sure what Ewok lists are are rocking on personnel wise, but you know, droids. Okay, maybe not. Yeah, maybe it's just clones. Maybe it's just because I'm playing more clones recently, and, clones and it's just one those. specific personnel for clones. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do think I when I'm building Empire lists these days too. I am I'm putting personnel in quite a bit, and they will show up a yeah. bit on my list. So maybe yeah, the red saves. Going from five red saves to six red saves and just beefing up, I think, is partly a response to the dice pools that we're seeing. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Which I love the personnel upgrade because I just think it's having more models on the table is always so cool. So personally, and they can do like cool it. things. Yeah. I think there's can. a lot. Yeah. Like the T series for the B2s. Like it's, it's a good upgrade. Mm hmm. If, if only B2s were, were decent. Maybe you can get by without them with Poggle, but yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Do you, I think I've got my overrated um, is much too spicy to start with, I think. So do you want to spite, start with, with your overrated? My overrated? Yeah. So we kind of just talked about this, but okay. So first, my overrated is actually the T-Series and the B2s. Oh, look because B twos are over because B twos are overrated. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I don't know. I feel like people say they suck. I feel are they are they losing steam? Are they just overrated 
by people like us who don't play droids? Maybe, maybe. I'd, I guess we'll have to get someone like Tyler Carnes back in here, but right. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I still see it like in lists and everything. So I just think it's overrated. I still think Poggle's overrated. Like, I don't think he's going to be like a game breaking unit with his mm-hmm. command cards, nor is he going to bring life into B2s. We mm-hmm. thought like, oh, Cody's, we saw it when he first like was released and announced. We were like, oh, Cody's going to bring life into like the saber tank and you know that didn't happen no, like new no. so like i think it's the same situation with poggle i think there's some niche situations but like anyways mm-hmm. specifically if poggle the- is good he has enough override and direct and all that that you might not need the t series to ignore that ai Exactly, well. exactly. So, um, so, anyways, I do think, again, going back to the personnel, I think the T-Series on the B2s is up, is overrated. Uh, whenever I see that, I actually love that. Like, when I see it on the other side of the table, because I'm like, oh, it's just a one less wound that I have to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, for a B2s, so that's really nice. Um, I mean, the reliable... The surge might, the surge of, might um, help you. I, I do think they might have been more of a liability when Choke and uh, uh, like heavy sniping existed. Yeah, yeah for right? sure. Because they could be... I, I remember a game I had versus... I think it was against Karma back in the day or taking things out of my own teammate. But <laughs> I when Arc Snipers still all got Critical 1 mm-hmm. and I just kept move Tactical 1... Scope the the T series. Scope the leader. Move. Scope the leader, and just getting two for one value constantly um, in that game. So, and the you know, choke, you could kind of do the same thing. Obviously, not as as frequently. But both with those things gone, maybe that helps. But yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. And again, like investing points into white saves, like I don't think that's ever a good thing. And B ones are just really efficient. That I think any points you mm-hmm. waste in B twos, I think is just yeah, not worth it. In my opinion, are you are you ready for the spice? I'm ready. Like overrated. I thought, mine was just a little spicy, but I, I want took to hear yours. I took I took overrated. This is truly again overrated. I I went with clone medics. Oh my gosh! Get out of here. Could have been a contender for my favorite, but wow. I think overrated. It's because I still sometimes see them with in units that don't have heavies, and I think. Oh, that is that's why I put them in this overrated because, yes, they are great, but they're great because they can, for a good price, add a wound to your army with their heal, but also contribute extra dice in a unit that's going to be shooting anyways. Yes. So that's why that's why purely why I'm saying overrated, because as, as we're going to say great things about clone medics. They are awesome. But within that context, and that has to be, I think, I think, like, you know, if you're going, like, with a weird double Jedi list, like, I get, but still, it feels bad. You know, those sort of situations where it's a naked squad with a clone medic, that's when you're wishing, oh, man, I wish I had just anyone else's medic, and I got two charges, because the extra die in that situation is not useful. Yeah, it's it's dumb. Now, now here's a question. So, I hmm. specifically like clone medics with... Z6s because you're always going to shoot at range three with your Z6. But I've seen clone medics in like rocket squads or like um, the DC 15 squads for phase ones. Would you still put it like in those squads or think like it's overrated in those squads or is it just like I, my most I favorite? Don't Z6? think so. So I've been running it. 
I've had double medics in my Yoda list recently that I've been running that we've talked about before on the show. Um, and those are like two of my core units that have, but they both have recon, rocket, and clone medic. And they're there for fire supporting. Obviously, if you fire support, then you don't get an activation where you can actually use that free action. So there is a little bit of tension there. And I think that's partly where the best use of the rocket squad is, is in that fire support role. Yeah. But what I found is it doesn't really matter because usually I'm only using one squad to fire support every turn anyways. So I can kind of trade off like, hey, this round, these guys fire supported, this guy uses his medic. Next time, they'll be the ones to fire support and the other squad can use their medic if need be. Um, so I think it might not be perfect. Like it does kind of introduce a wrinkle that you have to work around. But I don't mind it at the end of the day. I don't think, I'm not worried about it. Like I still love it when I get to that range three fire support off, getting that extra dive from the medic. Oh, feels good. Feels real good. Chef's kiss. Well, yeah, I could, I could agree with you on that. Like, again, like the, the, the 15 extra points on just like a naked squad, not worth it. A for one heal? For yeah. one heal, not not worth it. You know, um, in a double Jedi list, maybe again, but it doesn't. It doesn't still overrated. Right. Yeah. Double Jedi um, overrated. Oh, what? Okay. Oh, come next. <laughs> <laughs> um. I actually, I had like three things for underrated, or maybe four things. I guess the first one I would talk about is the Imperial Officer, and kind of the uh, Rebel Officer to an extent, but obviously yeah. less good because the Rebel chassis Even are less Even more good. like a year ago, probably, but yeah, not as... But like the one that gives line. courage, not the... not the. Um, okay, okay, so the one that's based not the off tapping the one. Imperial Salt. Yes. Yeah, the one that uses like the actual like... It, yes. it can be your commander or it can go in a squad. So not the um, captain. That raises courage and gives Inspire. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And But I'm saying Imperial. Imperial is my choice because... Yeah, I, I, that's what I put down for my underrated was Imperial Officer. Spoiler alert. Yeah, oh, nice. Beautiful. Because you can put them in... Like, I, I was running shore units with medics, and those are great. But you can easily swap out that for the officer. And I think people say, oh, yeah, medics. But they don't think about the officers as much. But it's like, it's giving you that extra die... Courage 2 is a lot of action efficiency. If you think about, you know, getting an extra couple aims is like extra dice again on top of that. And you're inspiring someone else in your army, which can help their action efficiency. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, as we go to kind of smaller and smaller activations, you know, instead of spamming to get, you know, those 11 activations all the time, as we go lower and spend more points on beefing up the squads that we have, I think... Imperial officers, and if Rebels got a good chassis, Rebel officers, um, helps make that squad beefier and hit harder. I and think everything yeah. more efficient. It goes back to like, don't try to invest a lot of points in the white saves. Because if you're running like mm -hmm. an eight act Rebel list, what are you doing? You know? And <laughs> yeah, you just don't, have don't beefed up core, like, don't do that. But like, I, I could I, see that in like shore troopers. I could kind of see it maybe on Rebel Vets, but I still I don't feel good about it. I don't feel great about it. There's don't other things. It. If I'm running Rebels, I'm trying to, again, beef up other spots that are not the core. It's a trap. Don't do it. It's a trap! <laughs> um, okay, well, if we have the same one, did you have any others for underrated before? No, before? It, was, it, was, it was just that. So. Um, I, I, put, I put the extra Dark Trooper. Dark Troopers are kind of out of fashion, but I think even when they, still good. they were, people slept on the extra Dark Trooper just more beefy red saves 
and more dice. Always There's good. Still a lot of anti-armor out there, though, because Tempest Force yeah. is still prevalent, so... I'm still not picking uh, Dark Troopers, for sure. In, like, a team tournament, I think Dark Troopers still have a very good spot when you can, like, pick, yeah. um, work on matching uh, and matchups. But, yeah, in a, it just a regular event, unless you just want to roll the dice, um, figuratively speaking, then, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. still not taking Dark Troopers, but I think if you are, you need to take the extra Dark Trooper for extra anti-anti-armor anti, anti contingencies. Mm -hmm. And then I put the comms tech. I not so much as under. I think it's like right on the edge. I Which think if it gets a, all of them, all of the comms techs. Okay, I would say because they're if they just get a little bit cheaper. Yeah. Now that you have emergency transponder, that That's opens good. up a lot of things. That's true. Um, because it's so cheap. So right now they're only. I think they're only ever like one point cheaper than the extra body. If they're like two, three points cheaper. And because I because you have to take the upgrade, you like, have so to take the comps. Like it's it's the, the, the comps tech is still nine points in rebels, <laughs> right? Yeah, so it's I know. thirteen if you once you put the um, emergency transponder on. Yep, which is not great. You no. know, empire. I think it would be one more, so it'd be fourteen points. Not quite there when you can spend just a little extra and get the officer. But once that gap gets a bit bigger, I think it has play because it can be used to remove a suppression. So it helps your action economy there. It can be used to give yourself an aim or a dodge. So it's got lots of uses. So I'd say it's it's something I'm going to keep a watch on whenever we get the next points update. Like, hey, has the comms tech gone down? Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. I could see I could see that. I don't think they'll bring him down. I hope. But Yeah. I would I would rocket to comms tech with emergency transponder. Not over a medic right now, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, of That's course not. It's way too because good. because costs because costs. Because costs. speaking of medics, should we go to favorite? I have a feeling that your favorite might be my overrated. Yeah, of course. We'll go to favorite and then we'll end it off with least favorite. So it is. It oh is right, true, true. Wait, generally we do end it off on a high note. So yeah, we can go to least favorite. We can or go to least favorite. We can end it off on a low note this time. Okay, be sure, different. sure. You know, mix it up a little bit. Okay, okay. Back to square one. Favorite. So yeah, so it is. It is my favorite is the clone medic, mainly because one, I run clones, and two, I almost always it was like, okay, I always like, you know, like whenever you're building a list, like you just put in like the first four things, and then you build it out from there. It's always with medics, phase ones mm -hmm. with medics, and a heavy. Of course, I put the heavy in there. Mm -hmm. um, so it's just again we've. We've raved a lot about clone medics, but I mean, we can rave more if we want, but <laughs> go back and listen to our old podcast to talk about them if you want to hear more. <laughs> I think medics for sure. It's it's that unit where or that upgrade. I start building the list and I put them in and then I take them out later if I have to. If you have versus to. something like the Imperial officer on shores, I build the list and then I say, oh, I have some points. I'll throw the officers on. Yeah. They don't start in the list like medics do. So it was very close to being my favorite, but I want it to be spicy instead. And I needed an overrated. Yeah. I think with just the, the greatness of heroes and the greatness of the core of the, the gar, it's just the medics can just heal all of it. You're not really bringing vehicles except the yeah. barks, but barks are off doing their own thing anyways. So surging red saves are great. Especially when you've got barrier, guardian, dodge sharing, all of that. Oh, but yeah. sometimes you still take wounds. And then, hey, medics are now affordable, finally. 
Yes. Especially great, like, on the specifically, like, the list you like to run is, like, Yoda arcs. Like, with arc troopers coming back, medics are very viable for arcs mm -hmm. just to keep them alive. So Yeah. yeah. Well, that goes to my favorite. In a similar vein, I, I put boil because I love the guardian keyword, and it's a universal guardian that he gives. Uh, guardian one on a red save unit, which is kind of could be okay if they actually have to roll saves. They can't use clone token sharing when they guardian, but they could still use Anakin or Yoda surges. And like if it boils one of those ones, if I could put him on a rebel squad, I, you know, for for a five wound sponge, like I'd love Chewie at nine, but for a bit cheaper. Taking one of my core slots, great. Um, I put him. I put him everywhere. And we talk about helping arcs. Yeah, if if there are snipers, like high velocity snipers, having that guardian around is fantastic. Again, the red saves don't really matter at that point because you're getting pierced anyways. But it's just great for take. You know, hey, all these dodges that I can't use. Whatever, I'll just take the hit from your sniper anyways and just take a wound, just take a wound, get get ahead on attrition, boom, now your list is dead, and I just lost like four guys from a Boyle squad instead of four arc troopers. And then Boyle's still valuable because then he can still mm -hmm. token share. Yes, exactly. It's, I hate, he can still token share, and honestly, I've used his squad because they scout up, you know, they, usually I have them scout up, they're doing objectives, but if they're like up on a VAP or something, I've had them fire support too, just where it's like, hey, whatever, it's Yoda's three pip, sure, I'll add three, four black dice to it to an attack. Um, very versatile. Um, yeah, I just, I, I love Guardian. It's, yeah. it's a very good keyword. Really good keyword. I mean, putting mm -hmm. wounds on a, taking wounds from a 120 point unit to 67 point, easy. Yeah, if I'm looking at a naked clone squad, I'm gonna put Boil on first before Clone Medic. Um, right. And usually I have one naked clone squad versus if uh, if you have a heavy, yeah, you probably don't want to be guardianing um, hits onto your heavy weapon unit. Though some people have had success, and I get it, with boil in a RPS squad. Because again, that squad is kind of there as a utility piece. It's bringing your impact. It's bringing fire support. So if you, if you only really care about like range four impact and fire support, then all the other guys are just fodder. Yeah. So you can just Guardian, and it, it puts two utility squads in one, you kill off a bunch of dudes with Guardian, and hey, you still have your um, RPS to fire support at range four, even after you've taken four wounds. So, yep. yeah. Versatile. Okay. I like it. I like it Boil, good. man. It's great. I do like, like, thematically, like, clones have the best personnels, in my opinion, just because, like, they're clones. So, like, yeah. there's some special clones in there that I just really enjoy. Yeah. This should be this should be tough. Okay, sour note. What's what's your least favorite, Mister Seth? It was a tie Ooh. between between the Viper Droid and Waxer. Uh huh. Yep. That's it. That's that's the tie. So just yeah. <laughs> Viper Droid. It's just worthless. Like might as well just take a name. <laughs> like. Yeah, observe. It's like marginally better than a name, but the fact that it's a full action, yeah, it's uh, bad. It's bad, and it's only one wound, and it's like operates at range two, so it kind of wants to go in a B two squad, mm -hmm. but then you're losing out on the extra wounds of the B twos. It's like and the extra yeah, white dice is just not worth it as well. Yeah, like <laughs> yep. Yeah, and units that don't surge. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I mean, it is only, what, six points? 
but it is yeah. only six points. But especially with droids, like that's your point value. Your points are valuable. So like, true. I mean, if you have an those, extra point, get another B one. Don't put yeah, put an extra B one. Don't put an extra Viper droid because mm. you're just not really going to use it. Even even yeah. in the list of like, oh yeah, like, we're really trying to buff the AAT. I don't think it's worth it. Just, just put a repair deep. droid. Just pay yeah. a bit more for a repair droid. I almost put that as my least favorite. Not because, like, not because it's terrible, but because I hate seeing it across the board. When <laughs> there's an yep. AAT and, like, a bunch of PKs. I'm like, this sucks. So. Yes, yes, it does suck. For sure. But, yeah, Viper um, and then Waxer. I, I, that could have easily been my least favorite. I did put down Viper droid because I didn't want to have all clone stuff. And then I didn't write down Waxer for that. But I also did write down one clone thing, which is the clone engineer, because that's what 14 points still, and for for one point more, I can get a medic, which helps the really good things in my army. Like in rep in or in clones, the good stuff right now is just not stuff that you want repairs on. It's stuff that you want heals on, and one point is. You're going to find that one point. Yeah. And if you're investing all your points to keeping the saber tank alive, what are you doing? And, like, R2 is honestly still not terrible if you just want repair. Yeah. With, like, a weird potential alternate vi- victory condition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... Yeah, I'm not not a fan of the clone engineer. I don't think I've... I think I have, like, three boxes of, of that expansion, and I have not assembled any of the clone engineers from it at all. I've assembled them, but I haven't primed or painted, so... Mm-hmm. I was like... I've assembled one, because they... I mean, they look cool. I do like the look. <laughs> they look cool. Yeah. They do look cool, but... The extra armor they've got going on. Yeah. It's fair. It, it's, 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 it's nice. It's nice. Okay. So, so I think... OUFL. Personnel again, like it's seeing play. I I I think it is a overall probably slightly more personnel than we've seen at any other point in the game right now. But I guess that is being driven mainly by Republic. If you're playing clones, think long and hard about shoving some personnel in there. If you're not playing clones, well, eh, maybe think about it, but maybe don't. Yeah, not mandatory. Unless you're shot but... like. Yeah, if you're Shadow Collective, oh yeah, you gotta run. I'm surprised our favorites wasn't like the Capo, like the pipe, but like, because like it's good. Eh, it's yeah, also not needed. So depending on the list, it's not needed. Yeah, if you've yeah. got the uh, the the other guy. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, so that was a nice quick OUFL. Um, I think we'll we'll go to break and then we'll come back with a quick nice little segment in our 101 series talking about dice. Everyone's favorite thing. Dice 101. Dice 101. You may have heard that T-15s are obsolete. That's Bantha Poodoo. Come on down to Watto's used speeder dealership. We've got T-15s, and they are priced to move. You won't find deals like ours anywhere else in town. They're priced to sell, sell, sell. We know that marketing tricks don't work on you. Only money. Mention the Gungan sent you. Welcome back to the Bombad Generals. We hope you enjoyed the OUFL segment, and now we're going to transition into Dice 101. Okay, so this whole segment is training you how to roll the dice effectively so that mm-hmm. you get paint. 
All the paint. All the, all the paint. Yeah, exactly. So so you got to hold your hands <laughs> in a specific... No, I'm just kidding. That's not what we're doing. <laughs> so, uh, now, what are we talking about with Dice 101? Yeah, so this was one that I really wanted to talk about. I think we... Uh, so first, we'll just talk about the basics math behind it and kind of some quick mental shortcuts on how to math up your dice. Um, but then I wanted to pick your brain and kind of talk about our thoughts on, in the game, when we kind of think, when we're estimating probabilities and what's what we're comfortable with and what we're not comfortable with. And that'll make a little bit more sense um, when we get to some examples. But let's just talk basic math. Every single attack die has one crit. One crit. One crit and one surge. So if you are rolling a... If you don't have surge to hit crit or critical, you're looking at a crit about every eight dice. Right? So just, you know, you'll have shots that get two or three um, on maybe, you know, a Z6 shot, 10 dice. Maybe you'll get two or three crits. Maybe you'll get one. Maybe you'll get none. But about every eight dice. If you do have surge crit or critical, then you're looking about every four dice or so you should get. So someone like an unnamed Bosk shot, he's got surge crit, he's throwing um, five dice. You're looking at like only one crit and maybe a little one and a bit crits on average. So yeah. that's just kind of like a good spot to anchor yourself because there's definitely times when you're kind of fishing for crits. Um, or T T21 shot with the Shores, T21B, or with the CMO um, 93 from the, the Vets. You're looking at about one crit. Um, and then other than that, white dice, there's also one additional hit. So if you have Surge, you're looking at three good results, three paint out of eight. If you're looking at black dice, there's three hits, so you're looking at five paint out of eight if you surge, or four if you don't. And then red dice, you're looking at seven or six, depending on you, how on, whether you surge yeah. or not. Surging. So the easiest thing to do if you're going to make an attack is um, you just add up all your probabilities. So let's say I'm you know really easy. I'm running a Sage. She's got eight black. She doesn't surge. Each black die is half a hit. So on average, an unnamed, unmodified shot from a Sage is going to do four. Right? That's kind of how you can look at it. Actually, um, average so is going to be five, by the way. Average is. She doesn't. She doesn't surge though. That's right. She doesn't. I'm sorry. I'm doing uh -huh. odds. It is four. I there you go. See. <laughs> I have one. Oh, come on, Seth. That was a simple click. example. Ah. <laughs> um, Ignore me. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk through the defense dice, the, the math on the defense dice? Yeah, so it's just two defense dice. Your white dice is um, the, it's only two sides have paint, one with a block, one with the surge. So it's, if you, if you don't surge, it's one in six chance. <laughs> so if you're rolling six dice, you're going to roll one, one block. <laughs> yeah. This is why you don't. Like good old Wookiees and droids, <laughs> Wookiees yeah. and droids. And then if you're running like if you have the surge, um, then you're it's a one in three chance, so it doubles it. Um, again, if you're running rolling three to six dice, if you're rolling six, it's gonna be like two blocks. Um, mm -hmm. And there's that. And then um, for defense, it's going to be it's a fifty percent odd chance without the surge, um, and then it is a sixty six percent chance with the surge. Um, so. Three, uh, two thirds, and fifty-fifty. So it's really good to have red surging saves, if mm -hmm. you don't know that already. Yeah. <laughs> Only um, two blink. It's exactly so. In our example, if Asajj is attacking a, um, 
A, a naked stormtrooper unit. Yep. She rolls four hits. On average, they will roll four uh, defense dice. On average, they should hit two of those, blank two of those. And then you pierce and two. Then, exactly. And then pierce should do about four. Anyways, we won't talk about pierce right now. No, you can still talk about pierce. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the only other math thing, uh, you know, kind of basic statistics wise, let's say you're rolling two white dice. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at, um, you have a Courage 2 unit and you're rallying and you're saying, hey, what are the chances that I take off um, at least one uh, suppression so that I get both actions? You know, you can do that really quickly if you just kind of think about your, um, the chance that you blank out on both of the dice is honestly the easiest way to do it. So each blank, each white die has a two-thirds chance to blank. So you do two-thirds times two-thirds, multiply the top of that fraction, two times two, four, multiply the bottom, nine, four out of nine. Ninths are a great one because it's just the top repeated forever. So four out of nine is point four 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 or 44%. So a little worse than 50-50 um, that you blank out. So actually it's a bit better than 50-50 that you get um, both actions. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, let's say I'm attacking a clone unit, or not a clone, uh, a rebel trooper. And I get, I have two hits and I could spend an aim or I could not. Two hits, if I just need to do one wound, there's just a unit leader left. Then again, you could say, hey, if I want to, the only way this guy survives is if he uh, saves both. A one in three and a one in three, multiply together, one in nine, 11%. Okay, I'll take the 11% chance. Um, or, you know, same rally, if you've got two suppression, the chance you rally both off is is 11%, pretty low. But 10% things happen once or twice a game, depending on what they are, right? Um, you know, there's lots of things that happen 10 times a game, so you would expect a, a low probability thing to happen. Mm-hmm. So those are, that's just like the, the very basic math. You can sit and look at dice to your heart's content. You just tell me the odds. Um, I do think it's good to just have some shortcuts in your mind, you know, and kind of practice some of those basic numbers um, for when you're in a game uh, to make those decisions. But yeah, the real thing I want to talk about is when you're... You know, I think this is especially pertinent for clones because token sharing exists. So it's not always, um, you know, if, if a rebel trooper attacks, you're always going to spend a name because no one else is going to use it. Uh, I think it's especially pertinent for clones who are pretty popular right now. And it, it depends for dodges. But even, so Seth, let's say you're attacking with Anakin. You know, he's got, or, or Yoda. He's got four red dice, Yoda. Red dice seven out of eight on Yoda, that's pretty much a hit. Do you go in and you say, hey, I'm going to expect Yoda to hit four for four every time, or Anakin, I'm going to expect, I'm going to plan for six for six. Kind of what do you mentally think of as like your your expected, your high, your low? So whenever I'm in the game, I always expect to do, if you have like a really close, like it could be go either way, I always go lower just because I'm Mm -hmm. like, I would always hope lower. Um, just because dice are very variants and hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Um, so with Yoda, I'm expecting three hits, um, mm-hmm. just because that's normally going to happen with the search to crit. Again, red die, my red dice don't blink, so that's really helpful. <laughs> uh, and then the fourth hit is really like is is nice to have um, there. 
um, but not expected. And now, if, it, if I'm attacking armor, which is having a lot more, I don't expect to get a crit. I'm just expecting to get the two, the impact two, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, the extra crit is like, oh man, I really hope for this, but let's just like prepare for two wounds. Exactly. On average. Yeah, you talked about rounding down. I say for me, in all dice situations, and this is this is like the whole thing why I want to do this segment, I guess, is I think it's very helpful. It has been helpful for me. I always imagine what's kind of like the average scenario and then make it one worse for me and one better for the opponent. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, attacking armor, Yoda on average, he should get two hits and one crit because he's got surge crit, he's rolling four dice. Three, okay, I'm going to plan for two. Um, yes. I'm attacking a squad. I'm expecting three. They'll roll three defense. You know, maybe it's stormtrooper. Maybe it's clones. You know, clones. They often can go. Should go two for three. Okay, now I'm going to expect three for three. So I'm only going to get my pierce two through. Right? Can I always add one for the opponent? One less for me. Um, and like, so example, you're shooting a. Um, mortar. Mortars have three wounds. So I'm kind of thinking, if I'm shooting them with a with an arc sniper, they've got pierce, then I need to make them roll essentially... So four defense dice would roll down to... They would block two, take two, and live, and then I pierce one, and that kills them. So four is about on average. So I'm going to spend aims to make sure I get five pierce one. To, to buy myself that upside of, hey, if they spike. Would you say that's pretty a similar approach to how you're taking? Yeah, especially if you're really trying to like kill the unit, I'd rather be, I would rather spend the extra to take out the activation than mm -hmm. like, oh, I'm just gonna hope. And then then you put yourself in a, on your back foot because you didn't kill it because you, mm -hmm. you expected the average and the average did not happen. So I always round down and then like, okay, and then if the, they roll really good, then it's like, you know, they just got good luck. Can't do anything about it. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's going to be exceptions. Like, you know, maybe you you have to bank on, you, you, you need, you're stretched thin on resources and you can't commit those extra aims. So you just say, hey, I have to bank on things going my way. Or, hey, the whole game rides on this. I'm going to spend every single aim I have available, no matter what, to make sure this unit dies. Yep. Right. So there are going to be times like that, but I think turn in, turn out, you don't want to overdo it because if you spend three extra aims that you didn't have to, that's three aims that could have gone into another attack. But you also want to remove units from the board. Yeah, especially um, early game. Like if that happens mm -hmm. early game, I'm probably spending resources to take an act early game. Yeah. Yeah. And then how are you... How do you kind of approach it with suppression? Do you take that 50-50 chance, that better, slightly better than 50-50 chance to activate a, a unit, a, a Courage 2 unit uh, with both actions? Or, or are you saying, hey, yeah, no, you know what, I'm going to wait until I can inspire them or guidance off the, um, the suppression? Like kind of, is it game state dependent? How does that go? Yeah, it is game state dependent. I'm never running like phase twos because I run Yoda, and I just don't have the points for phase twos, so I am Fair. always phase ones. So honestly, for phase ones, with all my, if they have a suppression, I'm like, oh, th that unit's only getting one activation, and one, one action. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah. I'm always preparing just for not 
having two act actions and using guidance to make up for that. Uh, very rarely do I actually use guidance to recover. <laughs> like I think it's mm -hmm. just um, on a on a Z6 unit. I just like on a core unit. I just don't. Yeah. Think there's better stuff to do for guidance. Um, and that's where like, you know, things like fire support come into play to where like, oh, I'm using them for fire support or just better positioning um, or just using them for the medic or supporting the other clones. Um, mm -hmm. So it's always a hope for me uh, for my courage one to like rally, but I'm never expecting it. Um, yeah. Now, if I now back when I was running phase twos, um, like with Rex and um, back way back in the day, um, Back when I was a kid, yeah. <laughs> um, there wasn't the only inspire we had was uh, Rex's three pip, uh, right? Yeah, because didn't exist with uh, lead by example yet. So, if like I needed to take a risk on like the fifty percent, I, I I tried not to rely on that. Like for mm -hmm. instance, like if fives would take a lot of hits, um. Like he also ups your courage by one, so he would get exactly. three suppression. So normally with him, um, you would, I would, he would take a lot of the suppression, and then normally I would get to roll it off, and then have two left over, and then still get the two act actions that I needed. But for like a phase two, I always like again round down. Um, I always again hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. Exactly. Yeah, because it's like I, I think for me, if I'm running phase twos. It comes down to, do I need both activations? Yeah. Right? Do I need, or sorry, both actions. If they're sitting at one suppression and I need both actions, I'm not rely you can't rely on 44%. You gotta yeah. just go with it. Um, and it's gonna scale differently too, right? Like the chances that a unit with three or four courage that has an equal number of suppression rolls one off, much better. But those units are also probably units that are like your key pieces that need to go. And I don't, you don't want to take that 0 for 3 chance. Um, and yeah, with Cur I think Courage 1 is probably the best conversation because there's a lot of Courage 1 in the game. And I think what you're saying is exactly right. If I have one suppression on them, 33%, that happens a lot. That happens quite a lot. Um, but I'm, I'm planning for them to get no act or one action. But I'm going to plan, if I only put one suppression on my opponent's Courage 1 unit, I'm planning for them to get both actions. Yep. You know, maybe I'm gonna, th maybe it's not critical, and I just say, hey, I'm putting a suppression on, then hopefully I mess them up a bit. But if I really don't want them to to get both actions, you better believe I'm putting two on that yeah. unit. Now I would say like, if it's a courage one unit and I need them to do both actions, and they have mm -hmm. one suppression, I'm going with them before they get another suppression. Yes, one hundred percent. Thirty-three percent is much higher than eleven percent. Yes. So yeah, if you if you gotta do it, strike while your odds are as best as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I don't have a ton more to say. I think there's some the only, the other dice roll thing is more of a command card question as far as how you um how you approach a coin flip when you know like hey, I'm going to we're both going to play a one pip or should I should I just play a two pip, three pip? Ah, that's not really dice, so I won't worry about it. No. Um, can I ask oh, what, what would what would be like your situation for something like a keyword like danger sense? Mm, mm hmm. Um, it kind of comes down to it. Danger sense is a, is a lot of stuff, really. It's adding one extra white die, so defensively it's not adding that much, and the downsides of suppression are pretty high. 
Um, so for that reason, I'm not really taking duck and cover, which means that there's not a lot of choices for me, the defender. Like I'm not, I don't, if I have suppression, I roll extra dice. And if I don't, I don't. I don't have duck and cover, so I'm not adding, making a choice. Um, but it is, it definitely can skew things, like especially with someone like Cad, where you say, hey, is it worth taking this chip shot? That probably won't do anything. You know, like, hey, Cad's at full health. I've got um, two Rebel DLTs. I could put both shots into him. And again, each shot averages a little under one crit. So between that, the first shot, I might just give him suppression. Maybe I sneak a, a, a wound through. Second shot, I probably don't sneak a wound through even if he gets a, um, even if I get the crit. It's probably not worth it. So there's probably better things. So there's, it's definitely, I think danger sense is a situation where if I'm going to hit you, I want to make sure that I'm hitting you for um, big dice pools because rolling six defense dice versus seven, it's not helping your odds all that much in a sense versus rolling two, three, four defense dice against one hit. You know, danger sense is a lot better for chip damage. And then we've talked before about impervious um, and lethal. It's better to just make them roll more dice with a higher upside. Say roll for two versus one pierce one. They're rolling two anyways. Um, make it so that if they blank both, they take two two wounds instead of one. So that's a, that's a pretty common situation that you might find these days with all the lethal and impervious flying around with certain lists. Uh, but if you take anything away from this whole episode, plan a little bit worse than average. Don't, like, plan for the worst case, I'm going to blank out all my red dice, because that's just, you're not going to succeed that way if you just assume the worst case scenario. Yeah. Um, but again, that's why force push is good, because it gives you upside risk. You know, it, it, it mitigates downside risk if, uh, if things go horribly wrong. But plan a little bit worse for yourself and a little bit better for your opponent. And if your decisions still make sense in that context, then more times than not, you're going to come away on a good side. Yeah. Because you're not letting dice good... screw you unless they get extreme. Yeah. Then it's just out of your control and you'll be like, it's a dice game. Like it's... it's a dice game. It happens. It happens. It'll happen. There's going to be a few times in a game where things will spike your way and a few times when it's going to spike your opponent's way. And that's just how it is. It's just how it is. Yeah. yeah. Good combo. I like thoughts? that. I like yeah, that. There, there, there you go. Yeah. yeah so again, talking about the perfect cuppage to like hold. Yeah. Wait, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got to do the like the little dice thing where you and then it's you, all you, stacked up. You got to blow on it. You got to you know. But it's like you have your significant other by you. You got to have them blow on it. You know. Unless mm. you're rolling bad, then like you got to get rid of them or something. I don't know. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah. For sure. I like all my dice to look the same. I don't like having mixed dice because I don't want to be like, oh man, these sparkly dice are rolling hotter than these other dice. Like, yeah. don't think about anything. Like no, but, yeah. no. I've seen some people that be like, hey, let's share the same dice pool. Like, like the... Oh, yeah, the that's dice. fine. Yeah. If that's if that's what you got to do to... If you think something's sus, eh, yeah, whatever. Do it. Do it. Okay. Do it, man. Well, Alrighty. we hope you all roll well, unless you're playing us. We hope you roll bad. Mm -hmm. 
well, thanks so much for watching and listening. Uh, we hope that you have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. Stay again. This has been the Bomb Bad Generals. Listening to Bomb Bad Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, game losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bomb Bad Generals is right for you.